The scripture for today is from Matthew, Matthew 18, 21 through 35. It's one of Jesus' stories, and it was triggered by somebody's complaint. <laughs> so um, let's listen to what Jesus had to say. Then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me? Up to seven times? Jesus answered, I tell you, not seven times, but 70 times seven. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. As he began the settlement, a man was brought to him who owed him 10,000 talents. This is the equivalent of 20 years wages for a day laborer, so maybe $500,000, half a million. Since he was not able to pay, the master ordered that he and his wife and his children and all that he had be sold to repay the debt. At this, the servant fell on his knees before him. Be patient with me, he begged, and I will pay back everything. The servant's master took pity on him, canceled the debt, and let him go. But when that servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii. This is about the equivalent of one day's wage, or say, a hundred dollars. He grabbed him and began to choke him. Pay back what you owe me, he demanded. His fellow servant fell to his knees and begged him, be patient with me and I will pay it back. But he refused. Instead, he went off and had the man thrown into prison until he could pay the debt. When the other servants saw what had happened, they were outraged and went and told their master everything. Then the master called the servant in. You wicked servant, he said, I canceled all that debt of yours because you begged me to. Shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant just as I had on you? In anger, his master handed him over to the jailers until he should pay back all he owed. This is how my heavenly Father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother or sister from your heart. Well, sometimes Jesus has a wicked sense of humor. You might think he's all sweetness and light, but not so much. <laughs> he knows us humans pretty well, and like our nearest and dearest who can see things about us that we don't want to see ourselves, Jesus, both in the gospel accounts and in my personal experience, is a strong advocate of speaking the truth in love. And sometimes the truth stings. A few weeks ago, I had an experience that I want to tell you about. After it happened, I realized how deeply it affected me, and I felt nudged to bring a message about it. I had an interaction with someone in which I felt greatly misunderstood. 
I felt that person was accusing me of slacking off in my responsibilities and was judging me in a way that felt really unfair. For some reason, probably because it brought up some old wounds from the past, my hurt feelings wouldn't go away. I felt indignant. How dare that person accuse me without even asking me to explain my actions? Why didn't they trust that my intentions were good? Couldn't they see how hard I was trying to do the right thing? I thought they liked me. I thought they were my friend. And on and on and on. I got all worked up and, of course, felt completely justified in my feelings. I shared my indignation with a couple of trusted friends. I went on and on and on about how unfairly this person had treated me. I felt I was being quite reasonable. I had an airtight case about how I had been wronged. My friends tried to help and calm me down, but I kept a pretty firm grip on my righteous indignation. <laughs> Later that same day, I called my mother in Texas, as I do most days. For years, she's used a little booklet published by the Episcopal Church for daily Bible readings and meditation. Most days, we get to read it together. On that particular day, can you guess what the scripture reading was? <laughs> yep, it was this very parable from Matthew about the unforgiving servant. I imagine Peter, perhaps with some exasperation, going to Jesus with his case against someone who had treated him wrong. Teacher, really now, how many times do I have to forgive my brother or sister? I mean, if I truly want to do the right thing, I know I should forgive them more than once, probably more than twice. I'm a really good guy. I would be willing to forgive them even seven times. And of course, Jesus sweeps away Peter's careful accounting by upping the ante considerably. Nope, Pete, sorry. You have to keep on forgiving and keep on forgiving. You don't get to keep count when it comes to forgiveness. Just forgive the people who wrong you every time. Just forgive them, and if necessary, forgive them again and again. Seven times? No way. Seventy times seven. Why would Jesus name such an astronomical number? I don't think he meant to limit forgiveness to 490 times. So that then, when it comes to the 491st time, you can blast them to perdition. <laughs> I think, I think Jesus might as well have said, hmm, forgive them seven times 70 times 700 times 7,000 times 7 million. You get the picture. That's what I mean by Jesus' sense of humor. 
I could have opened that little booklet to any other scripture in the Bible that day when I was feeling so wronged and misjudged. Instead, Jesus held up a great big mirror in front of my face and said with a twinkle in his eye, just set that hurt down, Ruba. Maybe you were a little bit misunderstood. Maybe you were misjudged just a tad. But if you want to follow me, you have to just set it down. Just forgive and keep forgiving. I know how hard it is sometimes, but trust me, that's the only way for you to be free. And by the way, take just a moment to count up the many, many times others have forgiven you. So I've been pondering that since that day. Is forgiving the person who wrongs me a gift I give to them? Or is it a gift I give to myself? I'm 56 years old. I've lived long enough to know that forgiveness is not easy. It's one of the hardest things we can do. Sometimes it's so hard to forgive the little things, things that matter to us but don't seem to matter to the person who keeps doing them. Sometimes it's harder to forgive the big things, the huge betrayals, the wrongs that are so unfair, even so evil, that it seems nothing could make them right. I had a close friend years ago who I think really wanted to believe in God, but couldn't get past the idea that God would be willing to love and forgive anyone, no matter what they did. He would list the horrible crimes he read about in the newspaper and say to me, if God can forgive the person who did that, I don't want to have anything to do with God. I understand how he felt. But then I hear Jesus' parable about the servant who owed the king 20 years' wages yet was forgiven that insurmountable debt just because he begged to be given more time. And yet that same servant turned around and demanded a paltry sum from his fellow servant and was unmerciful when begged for forgiveness. The story's pretty harsh. The unforgivable sin in Jesus' book seems to be refusing to forgive those who wrong us, refusing to show mercy. That's the crime that locks us up in prison. You and I are going to fail one another. We are going to fail those we dislike, disagree with, disapprove of, but we're also going to fail those we are closest to, the ones we love and cherish the most, 
and would not in a million years want to hurt. We will hurt them. Over and over, they will hurt us. We will even fail God. That inner flame of love at the core of our being, we will betray that deep knowing we have of right and wrong. And yet, dear friends, we don't have to stay locked in a prison of past wrongs and hurts, the wrongs done to us or the ones we've done to others. Jesus says to us, it doesn't matter how many times you've been hurt or how many times you did the hurting. The way of love is the way of freedom. The key that unlocks the jail cell is to forgive and forgive and forgive and forgive however many times you have to. What wrongs from your past are the hardest to forgive? What wrongs that you have done to someone else are the hardest to accept forgiveness for? Are you and I willing to ask in faith for forgiveness to enter and heal and transform our life?